So we're joined by Sarah Ludwig of the uh, New Economy Project and uh, Elisha uh, Bacon of um, Mothers Out Front. And I don't know if it's a new group, but the uh, Community uh, Equity Agenda recently you know, announced its agenda for, for next year. Uh, a lot of things about uh, wealth creation for low-income communities, public banking, particularly a big focus on uh, economic democracy and racial justice, housing, red line. So uh, welcome. And, you know, what are, what are some of the key things you want to highlight for people for next year? Um, I can start. This is Sarah from New Economy Project. Thanks for having us on the show, Mark. So the New York State Community Equity Agenda came together actually five years ago in 2017. And it's a statewide coalition of groups from all corners of New York that are engaged in organizing in their communities in creating affirmative housing, workplace, financial institution, and other vehicles that really make sure that people have control over their lives and, and so forth. And really the whole mission of the equity agenda is to bring groups together that are doing work in their communities to change the way New York even thinks about policies around economic development so that they are bottom up, so that they are fundamentally about racial justice and cooperation and economic democracy. And so we're really, really excited about our platform and um, we're going to talk to you about specific aspects of it. And I don't know, um, the uh, Elisha, if you want to start out by talking about the New York State Banking Public Banking Act, because that is really kind of a, a big thing that's going to be on the coalition's agenda for the coming year, something we're going to get done in New York State. Yeah, I just wanted to add first that we are... Um... 45 plus organizations that have joined together to be a part of this coalition and we represent up and down state. Um, our organizations are broad. So we have, you know, nonprofits and some small banks. So there is a lot of support for this. And the New York Public Banking Act is um, something that I'm really passionate about. So my team, Capital Region Mothers Out Front, has joined this coalition and this would put our public money, um, it would create a framework for public bank to be created either regionally or um, with a specific locality. And that would allow us to um, begin the process of creating a public bank where we could use our taxpayer dollars and have full transparency over where that money would be spent. Um, but then also other institutions like credit unions and CDFIs would be able to have more revenue to loan more people money. And so, I um, mean, when it comes to black and brown people that have been historically um, left out of being able to be homeowners and then also being able to be homeowners wherever they want to, um, this would help us break down that wall where more people would be able to access funding to either buy a home or start a business. I know. Yeah, I mean, go ahead. Sorry. Mark. I was going to say public banking has been, you know, pushed for a number of years. I know North Dakota has had it for for, for decades, um, you know, how has the legislature or the governor responded to the issue of public banking? And with uh, Brad Lander being a new uh, city controller in New York City, is there uh, more moving down in the city towards a public bank system? Yeah, I mean, the city of New York's been ready to do public banking for a while in the sense that the city council has been very gung-ho. We had a lot of turnover in the city council because of term limits and Brad Lander, who was a city council member, as you pointed out, is now the city controller, and he has come out publicly in support of public banking, as has the progressive caucus in the city council, which now constitutes a majority of our city council. It's on the top 
list of their priorities as well. And so, you know, as Elisha was saying, uh, uh, the Public Banking Act that is before the state legislature would create a framework, a special charter so that towns and cities and municipalities across the state that wanted to take our public money out of the very banks that are actively redlining communities, facilitating extraction of wealth from communities that are, you know, the main financers of fossil fuel extraction and are harming people in all sorts of ways that our public money comes out of these institutions, which New York state law right now requires public money at all levels of government to be put into commercial banks, that we have a very different way that we should be doing, thinking about, you know, our whole way that we uh, invest in communities. And so you take the money out of Wall Street banks, you put it into these public banks that are chartered to serve the public good and that are exist to serve communities most in need, particularly historically redlined neighborhoods um, around our state. So there are more, I think it's about 96 local elected officials from all over the state that have signed a letter calling on the state legislature to pass the New York Public Banking Act. There is tremendous support within both chambers of the state legislature and growing. Um, it's going to be reintroduced in January just because of the cycle of bills. So there's going to have to sort of get new sign-ons, but we are very close to having a critical mass in both houses to get it over the finish line. So we're very, very excited about that. And it really is a movement from all over the state. Now, the community equity agenda, you know, talks about the need to, you know, refocus how we do housing. Obviously, there's been pushes for decades for more funding for for, for low-income housing. So what 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 was a particular spin or different direction that you all would like to see the states and, and local government's housing efforts move in? Well, I think it really connects to the fact that we are having a um, bit of an artificial housing crisis where the price of home ownership has um, skyrocketed. And this is where I'm part of one of the first generations that was not predicted to own a home. Um, and within my family, I have experienced foreclosure, and that was supposed to be the house that I would have inherited. Um, my grandfather got caught up in the 2008 stock market crash, and um, someone talked him into an upside-down loan. And we're seeing this happen a lot to Black and brown people, low-income people. And so it's it's more than just being able to buy a home, but it's actually being able to get a good deal on it. And this movement is also considering how we can um, cr crack down on fintech, um, that the New York State Department of Financial Services and the Attorney General can stand firm against this financial technology um, that's is, uh, evading regulations and is still targeting people with um, being able to pay more for loans when they have less money. And we want to increase the value that black and brown bodies are able to retain within our communities so that we can um, get access to education, get access to security through starting our own businesses, owning our own homes, and be able to retain that versus spending uh, on everything. And renters make up, you know, about 50% of the state. And so we are talking about being able to take some of the people who are renting um, and turning them into homeowners so that we can, you know, bring down the renting costs 
and and increase that wealth that can be kept in communities instead of going to Wall Street. No, yeah, no and Mark, I, I know our time is limited, but I think a lot of listeners are going to be also interested in the equity agenda's push for a Tenant Opportunity to Purchase Act, or TOPA. It's a hot item among housing justice advocates around the state, and it's a real platform plank of this coalition, which is that New York State would pass a law that gives tenants the first right to purchase their building when the landlord sells it, when they go up for sale, and then to operate their buildings collectively um, as a co-op in their shared interest. So that's something really important. And also good cause eviction, getting the state to pass a law that makes sure that we have good cause eviction so that we have the housing stability and economic security for tenants across the state that we just so desperately need. So we have less than a minute. So I'll ask a two-part question. You mentioned this has been going on for five years. What needs to happen to convince the New York State legislator and the governor to actually enact this? And then second, if people want more information, get involved, how can they do that? Well, we definitely so, need ahead, your Alex. support. So if you can you know, join our coalition, um, we'd be happy to have you. We meet weekly and there's lots of ways that you can plug into this fight. Um, I'll pivot to Sarah. Yeah, to tell you to check out more, please, at equityagendany.org. You'll find a lot of really good resources, the membership, the full membership of all the groups that are involved, and uh, more about the platform. So really, like Elisha said, get involved, uh, support the work, and uh, we look forward to moving this forward with, with you in New York. Uh, we've been talking with uh, Elisha Bacon, Mothers Out Front. Uh, Sarah Ludwig of the uh, New Economy Project, and this has been Mark Dunley for the Hudson Mohawk Magazine.